Amos, it's Sunday again. Yeah, Sunday's right. And don't forget, we was on the radio every Sunday, Andy, for Rinso. Yeah, and here comes Ken Carpenter now with the biggest news in Rinso's history. Let's listen to him. It's the biggest news ever. It's new 1950 Rinso with Solium, a full year ahead of time. New 1950 Rinso has three times the whiter washing action of any other soap. But more about that in a few minutes. Now, Lever Brothers Company and new 1950 Rinso bring you the Amos and Andy Show. Brothers Company, the makers of Rinso, brings you a full half hour of entertainment with Lou and Eddie Green, Ernestine Wade, the Jubilees, Jeff Alexander's orchestra and chorus, and radio's all-time favorites, Amos and Andy. is the afternoon that the kingfish's wife, Sapphire, attends the weekly meeting of her women's club. She's just returned home and is telling the kingfish about it. Oh, George, we had the most wonderful meeting in our club and had a very big turnout. All the girls showed up. Girls? What do you mean, girls? Them is a bunch of overripe bobby sockers. <laughs> George, why are you always criticizing my club? It's one of the oldest clubs in town. They've been going strong for years. I'll say it is. The only thing that could break that outfit up is an epidemic of lockjaw. That's what they need. <laughs> George, I heard today that Andy Brown just inherited $2,000. Wait a minute. Andy inherited $2,000. Why you hear that? Holy smoke. That's right, George. Or Anna has died and left it to him. George, why don't you go out and inherit $2,000? Look, honey, it ain't my fault that I don't inherit no money. I was ready and willing. But my relatives won't cooperate. <laughs> they pass it on. They as usual so poor that it takes the joy out of the whole thing. <laughs> You mean to say that Andy got $2,000. You know, this is one of the luckiest breaks I ever had. Now, wait a minute, George. Don't you try to get Andy out of that money. After all, he ain't too smart. And besides that, he's your best friend and he trusts you. Now, don't forget that, George. I'm going in the other room, but you remember what I said. Hmm. So far as right, Andy is my best friend. And he trusts me, too. Shipping him is going to be easier than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Fish, I guess you've heard the news about Andy inheriting $2,000. No, yes, I is, Henry. You know, the boy is very happy about his unexpected pitfall. Uh, yeah, I guess with a hunk of money like that, all the vultures in town will be buzzing around him. Yes, and Kingfish, matter of fact, down at the pool hall this morning, there was laying eight to five that you'd outvulched a whole bunch of them. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear the boy still got confidence in me. That's eight to five, huh? Yes, the only thing is... There's a certain condition in the will that cuts them odds down considerable. Mm, what's that, Anna? Well, it seems that Andy's aunt had made this will 30 years ago, and she forgot to change it. The will states that the $2,000 must be used specifically for Andy's college education. Holy smoke. Andy in college. He really threw a curve with that, didn't you? <laughs> Even assuming that Andy did want to go to college, I can't imagine any college ever taking him. No, he couldn't get in. Uh, he, he wouldn't be... Uh, say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Give me uh, my Vulcan angle right there. Uh, <laughs> if I was to start a college of my own and get Andy in as a student, I could get the $2,000 at intuition. Yeah, that's right. It sounds like you got something there, Kingfish. Yeah, I'll get myself a college professor's cap and gown. Yeah, let's see what else can I get to make sure that Andy will enroll in my college. Say, wait a minute. 
Co-ed, that's it. Mm-hmm. Get a gal. Yeah. Yeah, that's the angle. And I think I know just a gal, too. I'll have her drop by at just the right time while I talk in. Yes, is she attractive? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'll tell her to uh, tell her to dress up classy, too. I'll tell her to put on a new dress. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Boy, I bet when this gal puts on a new dress, she'll really look like something. Yeah, well, I wish I could say the same thing about my wife, Clara. Mm-hmm. Putting a new dress on Clara is like putting slip covers on an old sofa. <laughs> No matter what you do, the lumpy shape is still there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the Kingfisher's office. I believe I'll get on in there and take a nap with him this afternoon. Well, come in, Andy. Well, Kingfish, I see you was all ready for sleeping. You got on your black nightgown there. Uh, no, 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 Andy. This is a genuine college cap and gown. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess I have seen them before. Say, how come that cap is so flat on the top? Well, it's got to be, Andy. You see, most college professors have flat heads, and so designs to fit them kind of snug. You see, right now? <laughs> What is you wearing this stuff for? You ain't no college professor. Yeah, well, that's why you're wrong, Andy. Uh, you ain't here. To, uh, I got my license from the Board of Education this morning to open a full-fledged college. Mm-hmm. I was also entitled to enroll male-female co-eds, grow genuine ivy on all four walls, and purchase football players in the open market. <laughs> I was in the college business with both feet, Andy. Yeah, but I understand right that you was running a college here? Oh, yeah, yeah, but I can't talk to you now, Andy. They're too busy here. Oh, yes, huh? Oh, yeah, I was enrolling students for the fall siesta. <laughs> well, you know, Kingfish, now, this is a funny thing. I was thinking about going to college myself. Sure enough? Oh, sure. It just so happens I just inherited a big hunk of money. You don't mean to tell me. Oh, yeah. Hey, I had no idea that you inherited $2,000 from your rich aunt, Andrew. <laughs> sure. But the catch in the will is that I gotta use the money for a college education. Mm-hmm. Say, tell me, King Fish, what kind of subjects you teach you here in your college? Oh, anything you want, Andy. Uh, uh, spelling, electronics, solid geometry, flabby geometry, all oh. <laughs> The only thing that bothers me is that you take in students like me. You know, after all, I ain't had too much education. I had to leave school when I was 17. Oh, you did, huh? Yeah, that was the age limit for the third grade. I know. <laughs> education, Andy. I'll make an exception to your kids and roll you as you is. Uh, yeah, but Kingfish, I don't know. Maybe I ought to look around and see what other colleges there is. Yeah, well, all right. If that's the way you feel about it. Uh, well, probably another student. Uh, come in. Mm, uh, how do you do, Professor Stevens? I just come over to uh, enroll. Well, Kingfish, I'll be running a lot. Uh... Hello. <laughs> Miss Simpson. Yeah, how you do? Uh, tell me, Miss Simpson, is you figuring on going to college here? Well, uh, yes, I am, but I had quite an argument with my mother about it. She wanted me to go to finishing school. Finishing school? Don't look like there's much work left to do on you. <laughs> Mr. Brown, you sound like the kind of man my mother warned me about, and boy, am I glad to meet you. <laughs> oh, Mr. Brown, you're wonderful. Ha. Ah. Ah, ah. I have the dog, all right. <laughs> well, hey, too bad you ain't enrolling in my school. Uh, Looks like you're missing out on a great curriculum, yeah? <laughs> well, uh, wait a minute. I tell you, Kingfish, uh, you know, this education stuff has begun to look mighty good to me. Uh, go ahead, sign me up. Well, I gotta be running along now. I'm due back at the dance hall. I, I need a hairdresser's in 20 minutes. You know, Mr. Brown, I was so looking forward to going to college and sitting next to a handsome, intelligent, dashing gentleman. 
Yeah, well, I'll tell you what you do. If you get a chance, ditch him and meet me in the cloakroom. <laughs> like you and her will be matriculating together, all right? Yeah, Fish, if that's what goes on with higher education, I'm going to hit a new altitude right there. Well, maybe I guess everything uh, is all set, then. Now, your college education, of course, is exactly $2,000, then. Oh, mere spitting. Yeah. Well, I'm going down to see the lawyer and tell him I've rolled up in the college and I'm coming down for the money. Yeah, you know, and uh, college is going to be a great thing for you, son. Yeah, and I might learn something, too. <laughs> say that I don't get the money, Mr. Phillips? No, not on this basis, Brown. Since you called, I thoroughly checked around, and there's no such college as the one you described. Oh, no, mister. It's a real college. I was there, and I don't talk to the fellow that runs it. Well, I'm sorry. There's no record of it at all. And before you get this $2,000, you've got to comply with the terms of your aunt's will and become enrolled in a legitimate college. Well, this sure comes as a blow to me. I'm certainly sorry that I can't enroll in that George Stevens College. Because today, I met the most beautiful student body I don't ever see. Rinso is here now, a year ahead, the greatest development in soap history. 1950 Rinso, the only soap that contains solium, puts sunshine in your wash. Rinso with solium gets white clothes whiter than new, washable colors brighter than new. It's wonderful. Rinso with solium gets white clothes whiter than new, and gay colors brighter than new. All my Rinso wash is the whitest, brightest I ever saw. And here's why. New 1950 Rinso with Solium, the scientific sunlight ingredient, has three times the whiter washing action of any other soap. 
1950 Rinso gets and keeps your clothes whiter, brighter than any other soap. Yes, Rinso is so safe for clothes, so kind to hands. Get the new 1950 Rinso in the same green and yellow package. And see how 1950 Rinso, here a year ahead, puts sunshine in your wash. And now back to Amos and Andy. Thanks for driving me over here to Lawyer Stonewall's office. I got to meet the Kingfish. Yeah, well, I was glad to do it, Andy, and I hope Stonewall has got some law angle for you. It's sure was a tough break getting $2,000 and not being able to use it. Yeah, well, I almost had the money, but the lawyer wouldn't let me go to the Kingfish's college. Uh, you say it wouldn't let you go to the Kingfish's college? Yeah, the Kingfish was all set. I was going to take a course over there in electronics. He got all the equipment about breaking up the atom and everything. You mean to say that he got the great big machine that smashes the atom? Well, that ain't come yet. Uh, I guess for the first few weeks, he's going to split them up with an axe. Uh... <laughs> Man, I think this whole mess sounds a little crazy to me. Is you trying to tell me that the Kingfish has got a accredited university? Well, there was no credit to it. He wanted the money in advance. <laughs> I don't know what this is all about, Anna. Well, anyway, the Kingfish is going to give up the whole college idea so that he could help me get the money from the will. Oh, he done give up the college. Now, huh? Yeah. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Here come the Kingfish down the street now. Yeah, well, I got to get going, Andy. I don't want to get messed up in this thing. So long, yeah, well, sir. See you later, Amos. Well, <laughs> oh, hello there, Andy. Uh, let's get right on up to Stonewall's law office here. Yeah, I hope we can figure out some way of getting that money without me going to college. Yeah, now, uh, don't forget that uh, agreement we done signed, Andy, where you give me half of the $2,000 if I help you get the money. Yeah, well, that's a deal. Let's go on in and see if Stonewall got any ideas. Mm hmm. Well, hello there, Stonewall. Hi, Fosco. Come on in. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you're busy, Stonewall. No, no, I'm free and nice. But you know what? A fellow was just in here trying to bribe me. He offered me $50 to resign from a kid. Imagine that. $50 to resign from a kid. Yeah, I guess he knew that with me on the case, he couldn't, he wouldn't have a chance. Yeah, yeah, well, who do you represent in the case, Stonewall? The fellow that offered me the $50. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I asked you on the telephone here, did you figure out any way of getting around that will so Andy can get the $2,000 without going to college? Well, one of the legal angles on getting around a will is if the terms of the thing is harmful to the beneficiary. What do you mean it got to do to the beneficiary? Well, you see, I had a case once where a fellow had to live in Alaska to inherit some money. I proved that the cold climate would be harmful to his health. So they gave him the money without him going there. No, harmful, huh? I wonder if any way of proving that college would be harmful to me. <laughs> well, if some psychiatrist said it would hurt you mentally, you might have a case. Yeah, but where are you going to get a psychiatrist? Oh, what psychiatrist would ever say? Uh, 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 I know I can be a psychiatrist. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's just what we'll do, Andy. Look here, I'll be the psychiatrist. Yeah, I, that, that's right. Look here. Oh, that's a great idea you give us, Stonewall. You know it's surprising how straight you can think with a crooked mind. Oh, man, yeah! <laughs> now, Anna, before we go into the lawyer's office here, remember that I is the great psychiatrist. Uh, uh, remember everything we've done rehearsing here. Yeah, I know. Okay, Kingfish, let's go in. Oh, uh, come in, Mr. Brown. Uh, how you do, Mr. Phillips? And permit me to introduce Dr. Sigmund Von Stevens, uh, the big psychiatrist and brain surgeon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, how you do, sir? Excuse my rubber gloves. I've been up all night operating. <laughs> 
And just what is the reason for your visit, Doctor? Uh, well, Mr. Brown here happens to be a patient of mine, and he informs me that under the terms of some will or something, of course, I don't understand much about them things, you know. Uh, well, anyway, he say he got to go to college. Yeah, that's quite correct. Uh, what about it? Well, uh, it's my professional opinion as a genuine doctor that if Brown here is supposed to go to college and do any thinking, his brain is going to pop like a five-cent balloon. <laughs> in bad shape. Well, Dr. Von Stevens, what do you base this diagnosis on? Well, on the fact that he is suffering from an acute undevelopment of the brain. I made a discovery when I examined him this morning. What kind of an examination? Well, I stood him up and I looked through his left ear. And all I could see was some blue and white stripes. Good heavens, what was that? The wallpaper on the other side of the room. Tell me that there is an open passage from one of his ears to the other? How's it, Ed? Oh, yeah. On windy days, my head whistles like a piccolo. <laughs> Why, this is the strangest thing I've ever heard of. Doctor, what are you going to do about this? Well, the only thing I can do is to put a little screen in each ear to keep the flies out temporarily. <laughs> the most ridiculous story I've ever heard. Yeah, well, I'll admit Mr. Brown's case is a little unusual, but there is a perfectly logical explanation for it. You see, in the average man, uh, passage between the ears is filled up with a normal-sized brain. Miss Brown, here, on the other hand, has an undeveloped brain. Yeah, ain't no bigger than a ping-pong ball. <laughs> and you mean to say that going to college would be harmful? Well, I can only give you my psychopathic opinion, that's all I <laughs> For example, just take a man that ain't exercised all his life. He can't start all of a sudden without hurting himself. Same thing with Mr. Brown's brain. Yeah, but after not using it all these years, he starts doing some heavy thinking now. He's going to end up with a cerebral charley horse. That's what he's going to do. A cerebral charley horse? Yeah, that was hard to cure, too. The only thing that'll help him is injecting Sloan's liniment into him. Sloan's liniment? Yeah, you see, uh, this would be uh, detrimental to the beneficiary, and therefore the terms ought to be set aside in this will... And you ought to give him the $2,000 now and a lump sum cash on it. I'll give the man the money, will you? <laughs> Let me have it now, Mr. Phillips, and we get on out of here. Yeah, now, just a minute. I don't know why I've listened to you this long. This is the most ridiculous, trumped-up story I ever heard in my life. Now, listen, Brown. The terms of your aunt's will state that the $2,000 must be used by you for a college education. As soon as you enroll in a college, the lump sum will be paid to you, and not before. Yeah, but Mr. Lawyer... And as far as you're concerned, Stevens... You certainly have your nerve trying to pull a cheap trick like this. Now, just a minute, here. Is you trying to say that I have been lying? That I made up this story about being a psychiatrist? Is you implying that I have a swindling a cheat? Well, now that you ask me... Don't bother asking that, mister. We going. Yeah, Hold well. on. <laughs> news for every housewife today is 1950 Rinso, here a year ahead. Amazing 1950 Rinso contains the scientific sunlight ingredient, solium, to put sunshine in your wash. Your Rinso washed white clothes come whiter than new, and washable colors brighter than new. It's true. Rinso with solium puts sunshine in my wash. White clothes come whiter than new, and colors turn out actually brighter than brand new. And here's why. Sensational 1950 Rinso with Solium has three times the whiter washing action of any other soap. That's right, three times the whiter washing action to get and keep your clothes whiter, brighter than any other soap. Get the economical giant size of safe 1950 Rinso at your dealers now. And tomorrow, you can see for yourself new 1950 Rinso with Solium 
Put sunshine in your wash. And now, back to Amos and Andy. Tell you, Kingsbridge, we might as well give up on this thing. There ain't no way to break the will or nothing. Yeah, we really done hit a snag, all right. Here we find a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. We can't get the lid off the pot. I ain't never seen that. I'm going on home. I have regretted with the whole business. I'll see you later, Kingsbridge. Say, here comes Shorty the barber. Yeah, well, so long, Andy. Hello, Shorty. Hello, Shorty. So long, Kingsbridge. Oh, so long, Kingsbridge. I, I mean, hello, Kingsbridge. Hello, and uh, Goodbye, Kingsbridge. I mean, so long. Hello. Uh, uh, make up your minds, will you? <laughs> Now, wait a minute. Now, we're all alone here, so you can put your brain in neutral. Yeah, yeah. Well, why does Andy look so down in the dumps? I hear that he inherited $2,000 from his aunt. Yeah, well, there's plenty of trouble there, Shorty. Under the terms of the will, there ain't no chance of getting the money. Just think, something that was ripped 30 years ago has given us all this trouble today. Yeah, 30 years ago. Yeah, it's too bad there wasn't another new will written later. Yeah, well, uh, this is the only, uh, uh, there wasn't no, no, uh, wait a minute. Later. New will. Uh. No, I was just thinking here, if I was to write a new will with different terms in it, that would illuminate the old one, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's a good idea, right? Yeah. I won't tell Anna that I read it. I'll just say that I discovered the thing, and he'll never know the difference. Mm. Then I can have him take it up to his lawyer and uh, get the money without having to go to college. Oh, so that, that was the terms of the will, hmm? You know something, Kent, after I got out of high school, I, I got an offer to go to a big medical college. A medical college, huh? I just what you going to be here, Shorty. Well, they, they wanted me to be a big surgeon. Uh, they, wanted, they, wanted, they wanted me to specialize in... Uh, they wanted me to be a general practitioner. Uh, they, they, they wanted me for. Uh, they, they wanted me for uh, for uh, I, I, I would, uh, an exhibit. Well, Andy, I got to see you right away. Uh, what's up, Kingfish? What's well, up? Andy, all along I have had a sneaky suspicion that your aunt had another will. So this morning I went downtown to the Federal Bureau of Wills, and sure enough, I found another will that your aunt made up. No fooling, Kingfish. Is you on the level about this? Of course I is, Andy. Oh, here's the will right here. Here's the latest will. Yeah, it was written later than the other one, you see. Yeah, this must be a later will, all right. The ink on it ain't even dry yet. Yeah. This is an official will. Oh, certainly, Andy. Uh, look what's drawn right there on the corner there. There's the official seal of the sovereign state of Georgia. Two bull weevils on the background of a peach pit. Yeah. Well, it must be official, all right. Yeah, well, now, let me see here. Uh, let me read you the thing here. Let me get on my specs. One of the panes is cracked in the right one here. Both of them is. Yeah, every time I look like a hair on the paper there. Look at this. Uh, now, let me see. Uh, see here... Uh, this was written, uh, and uh, just as this was written here by, by your aunt, you see how shaky she was here? Yeah, yeah. Well, here was the story of the saying. Say here, I know all men by these presents that this is my last will and testimony, and I really mean it this time. Well, it sounds all right so far, Keith. Yeah, well, uh, she's going to see here, I here have to refer to as old Mary Brown, hereby states that if there's any other will found before this one, it is to be undisregarded, as my mind was not as sound then at that time as it sounds now. That's what it is. <laughs> 
wonder why her mind was so unsounded when she wrote that first will. Well, Andy, she spends right here in the next parish of hell. Oh. Uh, she say here, when I made my first will, I had just got hit on the head with a rock. However, the hole is done filled up now, and I sharp as a button. Wait a I don't never remember her getting hit on the head with no rock. Well, probably didn't want to worry, Andy. You know how your aunt works. Yeah, she's going to see here... I wish to leave my loving nephew, Andrew H. Brown, the sum of $2,000. Please see that this is in cash and has no strings attached. Then she closes the will here by saying, Please excuse the handwriting as I is thinking fast. Signed your late Aunt Mary. Kingfish, <laughs> that really put a new angle on the thing. Uh, what do we do now? Well, uh, we called uh, Mr. Phillips, the lawyer, Andy. Wait a minute, I'll get him on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll tell him, too. You see, that's all you got to do. Tell these men. Oh, you just tell him that you found a new will and that you're going to bring it down to him and collect the money, does it? Hello? Uh, hello, Mr. Phillips. Uh, I called him for Mr. Brown. Uh, he just done found a new will of his aunt. Look, I recognize your voice, Stevens. And this sounds like another one of your phony schemes. I guarantee you, if you come down here with any fake will, I'll have the law on you. Goodbye. No, sir, goodbye. What'd he say? He said for you to come down with it right away. That's what he said. Oh, great, Kingfish. And then when he give me the 2000 my me and you can split it according to our agreement. Yeah, well, Andy, just one thing before you take it over. I, I've been thinking it would be a little selfish on my part to, to take $1,000 of your money. I tell you what I'm going to do, Andy. I'll tear up this agreement right now if you'll give me $100 cash. Well, Kingfish, that is swell of you. Only thing is, I just got $75 on me. Well, that's what I say. I do it for $75. That's what I say, $75. Yeah, all, all right. Here he is, Kingfish. Okay, okay. Here to tell you. I take the $75 and I stand up to the agreement right here. There it is. Look here. Oh, boy. When I take this will down to the lawyer, I'm going to be took care of for the rest of my days. Yeah, well, at least for about 60 of them anyway. And, uh... <laughs> There you is, $75, cold cash. I made it yesterday. Oh, darn, that's wonderful. Where'd you get it? Well, never mind, honey. I got it, and that's the important thing. And you really got to believe me when I tell you you has got a smart husband, honey. Uh, I do, but I'll get that, honey. Uh, hello there, King. Well, hello there, Andy. Uh, how'd you make out yesterday down at the lawyer's office? <laughs> yeah. Well, I went down there, and I tell Now, you... wait a minute. Now, don't blame me if you was on the dumb side, Andy, and I done outsmarted you again. I figured the $75 you give me was better than the $1,000 I was never going to see. Hey, what are you talking about, Kingfish? Just take a look at this roll here. 2,000 smackaroos. Andy, where you get that money from? Well, I got in college, all right. Look here. I even got my freshman beanie already. Hey, wait a minute, Joe. Wait a minute. What does them initials stand for on that cap you got on your head there? L-A-B-C. They stand for the Lenox Avenue Barber College. Oh, wait a minute, Joe. <laughs> You know, Amos, the smart people in business ain't the ones that are just on the ball. They is the ones that start the ball rolling. Yeah, well, that's the truth, Andy. And that's why Lever Brothers, the makers of Rinso, are a full year ahead. They really stepped out with 1950 Rinso. That's right. Sensational 1950 Rinso with Solium has three times the whiter washing action of any other soap. It gets white clothes whiter than new, washable colors even brighter than brand new. It's at your dealers now, so tomorrow get 1950 Rinso. The only soap that contains solium. Good night, folks. And see you next Sunday. You bet. <laughs>
Life Boy gets skin cleaner. Life Boy, with its purifying ingredient, gets skin cleaner. Stops B.O. as no other leading soap can. Yes, doctors proved it. You are cleaner, safer from B.O. when you bathe daily with Life Boy. Get Life Boy health soap right away. Be sure and listen to the Amos and Andy show at the same time next Sunday. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.